0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another brand new episode of Tales of the Larians here on the Wampus Lair podcast. It has been many years, maybe like two years since we've done our last one of these, Uh, and even longer before we had it uh, regular. Carl and I have talked several times about wanting to get this back on the show, and this is Tales of the Larians number 14. I am your host for this episode, Jason Hunt, and with me... I've got my good friend, and he's been on the podcast a couple of times. Uh,
1: we got Joey Letson. Hey How's there. it going, Joey? Doing good, Jason. Glad to glad to be on once again. It seems like I'm on every time we have um, like a Comic Con panel or something like that. But alas, yes. there has not been any of those for obvious reasons.
0: No, there hasn't, and I'm I'm keeping my fingers crossed that Tucson Comic Con is a thing this year. Um, in november so
1: it might God. be i mean people oh. might be wearing masks upon masks but you know for cosplaying but that'll be okay i've already got my stormtrooper costume in mind and everything I'm, re- I'm ready to go so if i have to wear a mask i'm putting on a little mask with my stormtrooper mask on top so i'll be i'll be set i'm ready to go
0: you mentioned masks on masks, and the first thing that popped into my mind was somebody in an Iron Man costume with a mask over the top, the front of the Iron Man mask. So that'd be yeah.
1: sweet. Or like, open it up, have it open up, and then Tony Stark has a mask on underneath. It would be kind of funny.
0: <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's that's how we're all gonna do these things now. Oh gosh, I can't wait till we're done with that.
1: Totally, really,
0: really can't. Anyways, um, fingers crossed that we'll be able to see each other again in person at Tucson Comic Con, Joey. Um, but until then, we're gonna, we're gonna entertain ourselves with some questions that Carl and I came up with years ago for this segment. Um, and of course you're going to be under the microscope a little bit. Uh, but that's fine. That's what, that's what the point of this show is, is to find out, you know, what sort of makes some of our listeners tick and some of our friends tick in the realm of star Wars. So, (laughs) uh, we're gonna, we're gonna start off with a biggie. Joey, um, what is your favorite Star Wars movie?
1: Uh, my favorite Star Wars movie? Oh, it's it's a new hope um, be, just for a, many reasons. It, I, I think it was the first Star Wars movie I'd seen. Um, it's kind of hard to really pinpoint, obviously, being a little kid and just kind of Star Wars was there. But I think it was the first one that I saw as a kid, and I, I I've always liked it just because Lucas knew that if he could only make one film, he'd make this one and make it have a beginning, middle, and end with a essentially a to be continued question mark with Vader flying off into space, uh, okay. showing possibility of sequel. But otherwise, right. if there was no if there was nothing, then essentially you could say, okay, good they. They beat the Empire. They blew up the Death Star, and that could have been the end of the story. But it, thank goodness, wasn't. Um, so that's that's my first one. I mean, and also just growing up here in uh, Tucson, just the desert scenes, which I know are really boring for other people, um, like Carl, uh, who's talked about, you know, oh, ooh. Uh, to me, I'm like, gosh, R2 going through the, the desert with Jawas, like poking out around the— ravines and everything you could do the same kind of you know imagine that kind of stuff going on in tucson in a lot of areas in the desert oh yeah so i i just kind of i liked it i liked uh that kind of stuff excellent oh that's awesome
0: um no that's that's great um and you you went on and answered the why that was your favorite movie too. Unless there's anything else you want to add to the why. Uh
1: other than just, um, I just love that movie. I mean, I just love the chemistry between Luke Khan and Leia, uh, R2 and three PO. There's so many, it's, it's definitely a movie. You can, of all the star Wars films, I could probably quote it line for line without any problems. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Uh,
0: <laughs> All right. Um, you sort of alluded to this a little bit that this was the first movie you were probably introduced to, but how were you introduced to Star Wars? Do uh, you remember?
1: Ooh, probably just on Betamax or something like that back in the <laughs> in the mid '80s. I'm sure it was. It was definitely uh, back in the day where you uh, you would watch Star Wars and and watch it. I, I'm not exactly sure if we saw it on like network TV and then. You know, pause for the commercials and then unpause when it's back and everything. Which, in retrospect, man, we should have just kept go- that going. Because uh, watching the commercials now is my favorite thing. If I actually go back in time and remember <laughs> stuff, I love going to, on YouTube to look at old commercials. It's like it's pretty fun. But um, but I, I guess it had to be on Betamax. And and again, the the only the the earliest memories I have of the original trilogy are, um. Well, actually, you know what? I had a record of a new hope. I had I, f- I found a picture of myself I, uh, listening to my you know old Fisher Price uh, record player or something like that with one of those you can learn you know turn the page when you hear R two D two.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's yeah. I mean,
1: I must have gotten it for Easter as a present or something like that because I'm really dressed up really nicely. Like I just came from Sunday service, and I have a, an R two D two and a C three PO in my hands, sitting by a record player. So that's perhaps where I probably revisited the story the most. Might have been on the record player, and I really remember uh, kind of just. It's so hard to so hard to you know really know for sure, because when you're a kid, it's just around. But I do remember seeing Return of the Jedi at elementary school um, because I just remember seeing Ewoks and Jabba the Hutt and, you know, a lot of Muppets and stuff like that in <laughs> in kindergarten and going, oh, this is this is cool. I like this. Uh, so, yeah, was that was that
0: shortly after return of the jedi yes
1: i must have i think it was in kindergarten in 85 i think so yeah just a couple years after and by that point i mean it's so hard to tell like with with rentals and everything back then it was uh you couldn't the only way to see those films is if you rented them uh Mm -hmm. if you were lucky enough to to get them because they were so you couldn't you couldn't buy them there's zero right. way for you to buy these tapes unless you made an illegal copy or something or tape them off of network TV. But uh, nice. I always remember like, okay, Star Wars, first one, loved it. Empire, boring. Return of the Jedi, I liked it because there was lots of Ewoks and Jabba stuff. And that was my early recollections. Uh, from that, like I remember I was just listening to a few episodes ago you, with you and Carl and Carl had a similar take with Empire Strikes Back of just kind of thinking that middle act with Yoda and Luke and mm-hmm. just being bored. And it it, it is for a kid. I, I don't know if a kid would ever really necessarily like it because it's great Star Wars stuff. It's fantastic oh, yeah. Star Wars stuff. And uh, it's some of the stuff that really makes Empire uh, the you know, the favorite film for so many people. But as a kid, as a little kid, especially, I'm like, God, where's, give me more Darth Vader fight. Well, yeah, there's the Darth Vader sort of fight, but, you know, in the, in the, <laughs> but in the cave. But, uh, yeah. What kid understands what's going on at that moment, you know? It's, it's just I mean, way too psychological for a five year old.
0: I was, I was right there, right there with you guys <laughs> you know, watching Empire for the first time. I was like, the beginning was fun. The end was exciting, intense. But that middle part—that was when I would get up and go get a snack if it was at you know, uh, at home watching it. So
1: yeah, and nightmare fuel with Han being put in carbonite. I mean, just poor Han Solo. Just his the face of pain <laughs> that he kind of has. Oh no, no. I didn't like that movie as a kid. No, thank you. <laughs> all right um let's move on to the next question who is your
0: favorite star wars character
1: uh, uh today i i you know more and more i've been saying obi-wan um even though luke is a very close second um i've got to say obi-wan 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 obi-wan, Obi-Wan. that's a name i've not heard in a long time a long, a long time, time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, because not only is he, he's just, we've, we've had a lot of exposure to him with the prequels and with the Clone Wars um, mm-hmm. and everything. And he's, he's, so in a lot of ways, he's the character that we know the most of any of the Star Wars characters. And he's, a as, as I, much as he is an ideal Jedi, he's also a flawed character as well and mm-hmm. even to the point of him as you know a ghost a sparkly go- glowy jedi he's he's not necessarily making the the best choices you know um I, yeah. there's
0: many of the truths we cling to depend greatly on our own point of view yeah
1: exactly it's like
0: i am guilty of this you know <laughs> what finish that sentence with but yeah uh, and
1: yeah. and just in him and him just not being willing to give Anakin a chance for redemption. Luke was the one that said, no, no, I've gotta give my father a chance to to come back. I know there's good in him and Obi-wan's just like, that's stupid. no, he's gone. He's dead. <laughs> you know So right. so but in, in spite of all that, he's just such a he's just such a cool character. He's fun to speak. You don't know, like Obi-wan and uh, I don't know. He's, I just love him, and I can't wait have, to see the Kenobi, you know, series coming out, and that'll be even more.
0: I know. Uh, do Do you have a favorite iteration of Obi Wan? Then.
1: Um, oh, probably. <sighs> That's a good question. It's It's hard to separate them in my mind. I guess. I guess probably <laughs> Ewan, though. I, I suppose Ewan, just because I again he had more of the part really, even though I got obviously introduced to the character with uh, Alec Guinness, I I just feel like the, the character just got so much larger uh, with Ewan's portrayal and everything. So I, I suppose I'd have to go with, with Ewan's portrayal. Nice.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Uh, We're going to go back in the way back machine here for a minute. Um, as a kid, what was your favorite way to play Star Wars?
1: Well, um, did you play Star Wars, I should say. I've yeah, I did. Well, it's kind of it is weird because, like, when I was a kid, I mean, I did have some of the toys growing up, but I was more of a He-Man slash Ghostbusters slash Ninja Turtles kind of uh, mm-hmm. guy. And because when I actually started collecting, collecting the toys, I mean, Jedi was done, and it seemed like, honestly, a lot of cartoons and everything were kind of trying to branch off of the success of Star Wars by giving you, like, even He-Man has elements of Star Wars-y kind of things with swords and stuff like that. So um, I was much, you know, when it came to playing with it, you know, I really wish I had a lightsaber. There was no lightsabers or anything like that that you could buy. So, you know, having to resort to paper tubes and everything like that, (laughs) <laughs> was was kind of sad but then of course um i really started getting into playing with star wars when i was into late middle school slash early high school really because i still had lots of little brothers mm. and yes. that's when the toys really started hitting the shelves with power of the force with the special editions and of course there was uh, shadows of the empire and uh and all that and that's when i really started getting as many of the toys as i could and that's when i really took advantage of my leadership role as an older brother to influence <laughs> to influence my little brothers you know you say like mm-hmm. well you know what you should ask santa for is the millennium falcon because that yes. way we can we can all have the millennium falcon or, oh, right or the ATAT, you know that you should get the, you know that should be your big thing from Santa, and I think all my brothers were they all liked Star Wars, but they didn't like it as much as I did, um, <laughs> <laughs> which was kind of ironic. Like back then, there was it, the the only thing that really got me back into Star Wars at the time was probably um, when I eventually started reading the the Thrawn trilogy and then the Jedi Academy books. And in, in, even, even though I didn't really even like it back then, even Dark Empire at the time, I was really getting into something that it felt like no one else really liked as much as I did, like at school. <laughs> so, right. uh, and there was no toys or anything like that. There was like those little, uh, or something like that you could get <laughs> at the time, but they were all pretty lame. So when it finally came out, when all those toys did start finally coming out, um, Man, I I really invested so much into them and and just bought bought a lot of toys and and like I said tried to get my brothers to get help me out as much as possible with getting all of them as well. Nice. Nice, that's awesome. Did you play with them or just collect them? I played. Yeah, totally. But it was it was uh, cuz we, you know, I I would I would play like uh we would do like weird videos and stuff with them too, like, you know, uh, making little movies with them might be stop motion stuff like that every now and then with our figures um i mean we'd even did a radio drama i remember as a kid <laughs> where i played all almost all the characters and like my brother nick was uh i don't know who he played he I, did he play lando or so i don't know i no. I, I played i played lando he played luke that's who he played I play. I was a. I was Lando and Leia. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, my brother Nathan was like some various. Mon- I think he, my brother Nathan was Chewbacca because he was okay. he was he was too young to really do many of the other things. But he was pretty funny he was making monster noises and stuff. So, uh, man, we used to listen to that tape all the time. And I and I guess actually now that I think about it, even playing Star Wars back then, I'll even include uh, playing on Super Nintendo with Super Star Wars and stuff like that. Um, nice and yeah, that I'll, I'll count that because back then, yep. can't be, beggars can't be choosers. We we had every any way that we could play Star Wars together, we would. Um, nice. So that was another way.
0: Did you ever beat the Super Star Wars?
1: Yes, and then I played it years later, and I could not believe how hard it was. Um, <laughs> I've since yeah, d- I downloaded it for the Wii U or something like that. Uh, a few years ago, and tried to play it, and I think I got past a, f- a few of the Maasai Like I, I didn't get off Tatooine. Basically, I never. <laughs> 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 but, but I remember that. But, but Super Empire Strikes Back. That's the hard one, though. I, I mm-hmm. yeah, I, I mean, Super Star Wars. That was nothing. Super Empire. There we're talking. There we go. That that huge Wampa that that you have to fight is really really tough. <laughs> flashback memories oh no i to send so ended,
0: you know i don't know anyways um and so moving forward how do you play star wars now uh, play star wars now so to speak well
1: uh well i play star wars now by hosting panels with my friends <laughs> jason and <Yes>. kyle <laughs> yes we do that (laughs) and uh i placed hours by uh trying to to listen to positive podcasts such as the wampas lair and things like that that don't get uh trenched in lots of drama of fandom which seems to happen today uh, a lot much much too often uh and yes and then i really i also just will collect the, the the toys that uh that speak to me, you know. That I'm like, you know, this is the like the stuff I I like. Like here's my my black series new Clone Wars Ahsoka I have right here, standing right next to me, right here. I have I, I have all my little new new figures and stuff that I'll buy, and I only you know will I'll only buy the ones that really call out to me. Especially oh and there Jason has his he's holding up the Jar Jar. Yes, I didn't get the Jar Jar though. I wanted to get that six six inch Jar Jar.
0: He's out in Target right now.
1: But he's, here's... I, here's I I will not get him under protest because... Why what? the heck is he so... Why is his face so boring, Jason? Look at his face.
0: It's so serious. I, I want him to be grinning or something. But so, it is so serious. He, I, I do. That was the one complaint Carl and I had when they released the pictures, the promo images of him. I was like, he's, he's just staring yeah like i think i know like uh,
1: or something what they're trying to do i think is to be able to have a figure that they could re-release on phantom menace backing or something that would look almost identical to that bland jar jar that was released you know in 99 or whatever um yeah but i just i'm like why not give them two heads why not have two heads in there that i can swap out and have like a, a a funny face and then the serious face. Like, you don't need to pretend that Jar Jar is a serious character. He's not. He's not. He's and, not. And it, just, it and, and just takes me back to when that original figure was released. I think it set up false expectations for people thinking, mm-hmm. oh, this is going to be like, he's going to be like the kick-ass Chewbacca kind of figure, of the, the group. He's probably going to hit people with a stick and do lots of ninja moves or something, you know? Nope. Like, nope. Nope, <laughs> uh, that wasn't Jar Jar at all. No, exactly. So th- now when I see that figure, and I'm just like, with his little Naboo warrior kind of accessories and stuff, and I'm like, uh, it's C- could you have had one with him screaming, like a, just a, another face of him surprised, or like I'd I'd pay fifty for like give me two more heads or something on that sucker, but nope. I would
0: too. I mean, I'm just glad they finally made a six inch. Jar Jar, though, uh, so I will take it. I will take whatever I can get. Of this character at this point,
1: yeah. But so, uh, so the way I play Star Wars obviously has changed. It's much more like i when I think yeah. of playing, I think of well, collecting stuff that I like mm-hmm. and discussing it with the people that I like, and and of you know tiptoeing around the people that I don't really care about what they have to say. Um, <laughs> Cause there's a lot of them now, you know, and it's just, it's uh, it's sad because uh, there's so much great content out there. And, um, somebody said, you know, what was it on Facebook or somebody, somebody said, star Wars is death or something. And I'm like, I don't know what that means, but then I've died and gone to heaven, buddy. Cause I love everything that I'm seeing with star Wars in the past, present and into the future where it's going. I'm like, give me more of this stuff. This is awesome
0: yeah i'm i'm having a blast with the star wars content now um you know ugh. but the star wars fandom i have i have like completely backed away from right yeah now because yeah there's no love out there uh and it's just painful it's just so painful to watch it
1: no, and you, but you learn. I mean, it's just it's just a just a series of unfollowing this here, blocking this there, and disconnecting from certain things, you know, as needed. Uh, because the fact is, nobody should be shaming really anybody. If you like something, then go for it, you know. Like, yeah. um, just with, you know, I've obviously become over the past few years. I have this Animaniacs podcast. And I've become like a huge Animaniacs fan because of it. But as it has become more popular, there's been people who, you know, go, you know, don't like it. And we have on our podcast some major, major issues with the new episodes of the reboot. But we don't have any issues with people who don't who do like it, because if you do, then that's fantastic. You shouldn't be shamed for that. You should that's great that it's working for you. And I just wish that people would have that, you know, mindset more often that it's not about trying to convince somebody else that what you like sucks. Um, spend your time and effort appreciating the things that you do. And if you don't like something anymore, then move on to something else is just what my opinion is. And,
0: and the, the thing is uh, that I've sort of noticed in, you know, not just geek fandom, but in all sorts of places that, well, if it's not my favorite, then it's terrible, right? You know, the is there is no in between on any. There's no sliding scale on any of this. It's just like, you know, if I just say, well, it was okay, you know, like, you know, uh, the Iron Man movies. I'm like, you know, the Iron Man movie, the first one. I was like, I liked it. It was okay. It didn't grab me, you know. Yeah, unlike avengers did right um and i'm the one that's out here going but i love the thor movies i love thor and thor dark world and everyone else goes those are not the good ones and i'm like but they are so like i'm like so it you know to move it to another franchise or whatever but it's just like there is no sliding scale on it's okay um or it's not my favorite or I'm okay with it for the most part, but there's uh, this other part that I'm like not okay with, you know, it's either all in or it has to die is the reactions out there on the internet right now. And that bothers me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, totally. It's, it's, and it's, it's uh, uh, no franchise can please everybody Ooh. um and even when it tra- does try to please everybody then it's fan service-y. you know it's like what what, uh, what like the mandalorian it's like it's the Mandalorian is too fan servicey you should be try to be different okay well here's the last Jedi well that's too different you should try to be more like what we want you to be it's like just just <laughs> exactly there's there's it's such a hard thing to just please yeah, other than yeah. just say look I'm just gonna let the storytellers tell their story realize that I'm the audience and I can disagree with how things were went here or there, but I have to also realize that I'm not the person telling the story. I'm the person watching the story. And if it comes to a certain point in whatever franchise, it doesn't have to be ride or die. You know, you, you, well, you could, I mean, honestly, you can walk away from a franchise and love the things that you like about it and not like other things. And that's okay. Um, It is. Totally fine, yeah. Like, but don't don't start going and attacking other people because they like it. Um, that's that's not cool. That's not cool.
0: No, it's very very wrong. All right, let's get back on topic here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> something a lot more lighthearted, uh, non confrontational. What's your favorite lightsaber duel?
1: Uh, favorite um, lightsaber tool duel. Um, blah, 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 blah. Hmm. Uh, Duel of the Fates was definitely very cool. Uh, I would probably have to say Luke and Vader in Return of the Jedi. However, okay, why? Uh, because it had a lot, a lot of emotion in there and it had a lot of great pausing and talking. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to we're going to talk this out, Dad. I'm not going to fight you. And uh, uh, I used to I used to act out. <laughs> in, in high school, I used to to act out the the chopping Vader's hand off uh, moment with uh, Luke, and, and uh, I just I just loved loved that everything about that. Um, yeah, I, it's giving me a little bit of goosebumps right now just thinking how Luke, for that little bit of a moment, kind of crosses into the dark side, and when he chops off uh, Vader's hand, and Vader's just going, "Hey, hey, hey, lay off, man, lay off." <laughs> <laughs> he kind of has his hand up and Luke just has this kind of like almost now we see Mark Hamill do it and it's almost what the face he puts on when he does the Joker's voice or something like that. But, he, but Luke has this kind of self-satisfied like, yeah, I got you, buddy. I got you, dad. Now what? And then the slow realization of looking at his dad and looking at his hand and, and that was just so cool. It was just, I love that fight. Um, so much. a lot of build up to that fight there was yes you know
0: over three movies so yes
1: <laughs> totally uh i i think that's probably my favorite just because um yeah a lot of lead up to it and a lot it, it was a lot of meaningful stuff going on right there uh even though it is kind of start and stop <laughs> stuff going on yeah. um but yeah, I, I I mean honestly I love almost every saber fight in a, in a Star Wars film. It's uh it's it's a lot of fun. I mean yeah, even the in the Last Jedi just with with uh with uh Ben, you know, getting the lightsaber from behind his back and everything is such an epic moment for me. Just I it, love that. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Hand so, off through the Force. Yeah, totally. Um so yeah. Saber fights are always like, obviously for a lot of people, like the hi- a highlight of a Star Wars film. And, and for me, I just, I love them as well. Um, yeah. But pr- probably I go with Return of the Jedi. Nice.
0: Yeah, there's, there ain't nothing wrong with that.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, all right. Uh, we're going to, we're going to get a little bit deeper on this next question here. What, what has Star Wars brought to your life that you didn't expect it would?
1: Um. Well, friends, really. I mean, that's something that I never really anticipated that I would get from Star Wars would be, um, would be kind of branching out outside of myself, outside of my my brothers and and myself of just you know that. But, um, really, kind of like with with first listening to you and Carl and the Wampas layer, and then saying, hey. You know, come on. You know, you want to be on this panel with me at Tucson Comic Con, and you saying, "Okay, sure." I guess let's 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 work on that. And then becoming friends with you, and then with Kyle, and then with other people that I've met online that have then gone to Star Wars Celebration. I've only gone to one Star Wars Celebration in Anaheim, and uh, you know, get you to do another one. Yeah, have to because that's another great place to just even if you've never, even if you've talked with people online, which obviously we all have. About Star Wars and stuff these days, being able to talk in person with just a random stranger in line with you and have something in common uh, is really—it's a good, good feeling. And I think that is that is one of the the things I never expected really to get from Star Wars is just the the relationships with with other people, friendly people out there. Especially going to places like Star Wars Celebration because you're not going to get – I mean, I'm sure there are still the quote-unquote trolls around there. But for the mm-hmm. most part, the people that are in line to go, say, see a, a premiere of a Clone Wars episode or a, or whatever have the same mindset of you. They really like this. That's why they're in line for two or okay. three hours. <laughs>
0: why they spent hundreds of dollars just to be there exactly
1: this is not the the casual uh you know i saw some theories on youtube and i'd like to talk about them with you these are people (laughs) that have really thought about this and say i don't i really love this stuff and i i I, let's let's have some cool conversations about it and that i like
0: yeah it it's pretty awesome it's pretty pretty freaking awesome uh, all right. Um, this may be the hardest question we ask in this. Depends on you know how into the music you are. What's your favorite piece of Star Wars music?
1: Um, my favorite piece of Star Wars music. It would, uh, gosh, I I think that kind of branches from thing to thing also um the Ewoks um the Ewok battle theme uh that comes to mind is something I love a lot but Mm -hmm. also the the The
0: concert suite one yes the concert
1: suite um I love that that. that's a a very good one the (laughs) ending to it has such a good start and stop like it kind of goes goes down and then builds back up again and then it's so much fun um, it's
0: it's non it's four minutes of nonstop John Williams craziness Yes, uh, with and the ending takes a minute to play out yes. so <laughs> it's and, so good <laughs> yeah
1: I don't usually conduct um with my hands to music but I that song especially the end is so much fun to wave my hands around to even though I have zero idea about what the heck I'm I'm doing um it's it's probably the one that that I like the most uh <laughs> and it's and but yeah there but there's so many there's so many it's such an it's really honestly is an, in a lot of ways an impossible question but fun it wise is. that's one of my funnest uh the the most fun i should say tracks to listen to
0: excellent oh man i i am right with you there uh that is the one of the best endings to a a star wars cd that i ever had and now it's of course on my my ipod but um. God, I love that track so much. It really is a fantastic piece of music. Yeah. I love it.
1: There was a, a a while ago. Um. Gosh, it must have been around '96 or '7. Sony put out a kind of a, a all-encompassing CD. John Williams recorded it or composed. You know, was the conductor I should say. And it had a lot of those those themes. It even had like the the Cantina theme uh kind of remixed essentially with a it sounded insane like with a bunch of trash cans and it sounds like the entire cantina place like blows up or something at the end of it it's uh <laughs> I, I just listened to that cd so many times and, and that was like the first time i was able to hear things like the you know the battle of indoor and and stuff uh or i think Jabba's theme might have been on there as well uh and just hearing those for the first time going, wow, this is really, really good. Um, and the Asteroid, I mean, all these different you know tunes that just take me to, I could feel myself moving uh, with the action. You know, like the Asteroid Chase is just another one that just feels like, it has those great just moments where I feel like, man, I could feel like swaying back and forth with the Falcon and that it's so much fun. Um, Yeah. 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 (laughs) Sorry. I got to stop talking about the music. Cause then I'll keep talking about, Oh, that's a good track too. And that's a good track too. So I'll just say, I mean, it's all good. Yes.
0: It's all good. It's just which one is your favorite? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: will, <laughs> I will say that I, I got to get back. I got to get more into um, the uh, soundtracks for like Solo and, and Rogue One, though, and stuff. I haven't really uh, sat down and really just listened to those as much as I want to. You know, I have them on my little playlist or whatever on Amazon to listen to, but I never really kind of – I'm not as familiar with them. So that's one of the things I'm looking forward to in the – years ahead is just kind of listening to the new stuff too and seeing what i, I love about those uh, yeah non-john williams stuff but still star wars music yeah
0: absolutely it's no it, i don't think there's a bad star wars soundtrack out there right now um and of course the mandalorian soundtrack is oh
1: boy phenomenal. yes yes the big Goranson
0: is a genius yeah to melding old and new and all that fun stuff can't wait to, uh,
1: can't wait to see what they have for the the kenobi one as well that'll be that'll be fun too yeah oh man
0: all right um last question that we've got here for our tales of the larians uh, and this is sort of a catch-all question so uh you can either take it very literally or use it as a springboard to Anything else about you and your Star Wars fandom that you want to make sure that you get out on this podcast? Um, But what do you love most about Star Wars? And this is sort of a very general, broad-barrel question uh, that you can kind of go anywhere you want with it. So,
1: Okay. uh, Uh, The thing I like the most about Star Wars is just the basic story themes of family, redemption, ah, fun, uh, myth, the, the, the mythological themes and even the references to old movies, (laughs) you know, from the thirties and forties and fifties now and everything as it goes on with the Mandalorian and, and seeing those references to other stuff, um, is something that I, that comes to mind, um, so just really I suppose if I had to say anything the the way that the stories are structured uh perhaps might might come to mind is something that I just love about Star Wars those 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 themes the 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 you know how Lucas had said that it's kind of like a like a comp, like a a poem or a musical composition where you have that that chorus that comes back and you hear that you hear those notes once again and how that ties in with John Williams' music and the themes of, a, you know, a character, a character's theme, and uh, when you hear Darth Vader's theme or the Emperor's theme coming up, and even when the Darth Vader or the Emperor is not around, you know that something dark side is happening. Um, just, I gosh, I know that's all, it, <laughs> that's such a uh, almost. I like everything about it, but I suppose uh, the story structure. Uh, the, the the elements of how the story is, is made is uh, the thing I like the most.
0: Well, it, and it is very well crafted and thought out. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that's one of the enduring qualities about Star Wars is the structure and what it draws on uh, from everything from ancient mythology to, you know, current times, uh, you know to whenever the movies are coming out so it and it's really in many cases very deeply thought out and considered and weighed against you know itself and other things so um no that's a great that's a great thing to put here so i I like that (laughs) um well joey uh was there anything else that you wanted to talk about uh, on this tales of the larians.
1: Uh, not really anything other than i I guess just to thank you and Carl for having such a great um podcast over all these years because throughout throughout it all, I mean, you two have been uh, really fantastic at uh, keeping Star Wars inclusive and positive and and just really a fun place to to just listen and discuss things that, that you love about star Wars, not what you wish were different. I mean, obviously you could talk, we talk about those all the time too, but 90% at least <laughs> is the good, good stuff, the stuff we want to celebrate. Um, and that's great.
0: And, and even, you know, we try to, even if we have things that we're like, eh, I, don't, I don't really like this or whatever, that we couch it in the idea that, you know, hey, someone else may actually really like this. So, yes. You Where know, our opinion, these are all personal opinions on a fantastical universe. It's a complete fiction, uh, you know, that span, just happens to span movies, television, books, comics, and anything else that you could manufacture, um, you know, especially during the lead up to Phantom Menace. <laughs> I still remember. I still remember three different types of Phantom Menace band aids um, yes. on the store,
1: and I, the store shop. And I was just listening to, to you and Carl talking about the, the lead up to the Phantom Menace and everything. And man, oh man, that was such a fun time. I went to the. And it's kind of scary to think, like, you know, here's. When the time you're about 10 years, you're approximately 10 years younger than me. So Mm -hmm. when I was when I was getting out of high school and into college and able to go to the Phantom Menace midnight premieres and the, you know, the late premieres of uh, of uh, the the special editions, you were seeing those movies, too. But I just thought, man, if I just saw this little kid at the premiere Oh, there's a little kid, never knowing that I'd be friends with that little kid later on in my life. But uh yeah. it's just so funny the how, how things turn out but um yeah I, I I really I uh yeah I don't know what else to say other than you know thank you Jason for all that and and you know your influence for for me for like uh for me starting my own podcast and everything with with my brother and uh our friend Kelly uh, with the Animaniacast, and we essentially try to do the, the same thing. You know, we have the, we talk about Animaniacs, we, and we talk about, like I said, the reboot of Animaniacs, which we have issues with, but we still I, I try to keep almost the mindset of what your podcast does in the back of my head for the mantra that, you know, we're going to say what our opinions are. We're going to keep it light and positive. When we have things that we have issues with, we're going to say what they are, but we are going to also realize that, hey, there are going to people there there are people that hopefully do like this. And if they do that, that is a good thing because that means that the filmmakers or the people making the cartoon in this case did their job right for at least somebody. (laughs) It may not have been me, but it worked for somebody and that's good. Exactly. Uh, Well, that's a great, you know,
0: launching off point. Uh, So Joey, if people want to get in contact with you or chat with you in any other place or follow your, other projects what are those and where can people find
1: you well uh me personally on twitter is joey in joey in tucson um but i spend most of my time on the social medias with the animaniacast um that is a animaniacs podcast we also talk about tiny tunes and pinky the brain and freakazoid and uh you can find that it's part of the retro zap podcast network so if you want to see all that you can just go to animaniacast.com or on any podcast player Or on basically any social media that you can think of, and uh, check it out if you're so inclined. We have uh, it's been really super fun. In fact, we've even started uh, met the creator of the show and uh, Tom Ruger, and he's become a big friend of ours through podcasting. So who would have thought that would have ever happened uh, for me as a kid, seeing the guy who actually was writing and you know and creating these characters would uh yeah he'd be able to text you someday when you're an adult uh just randomly It was weird uh <laughs> so if you're and if you're really a super uh if you're really super interested you could even go to our patreon uh where we're doing creators commentary series now where we watch classic episodes of animaniacs but we're doing commentary tracks with tom ruger so you get to kind of find out about uh, you know th- how the episodes were made, and and also just kind of laugh along because it's so much more fun to watch really anything uh, with a with friends. So if, yeah. uh, if you're interested, that's over at uh, Patreon.com/slash Animaniacast. Awesome! Wow,
0: that sounds like a fun time. Yeah, it's uh, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, thank you, everyone, so much for listening to uh, this episode of Tales of the This has been episode 14 of this segment and something that Carl and I are hoping to bring back in a more regular fashion, uh, maybe once or once every month or two um, to the feed. So thank you, everyone, for listening to this. Uh, if you want to get in contact with us for any reason whatsoever, of course, on Twitter at, at WampusLair, Facebook Wampus Lair Podcast, Instagram is the underscore Wampus Lair. Uh, or you can always email us at wampuslayerpodcast at gmail.com uh, we'll be back with a regular episode uh, next week and uh, keep an eye out we got Matthew Stover coming in a week oh, or two yeah sweet yeah that'll be fun <laughs> um, depends on when we release this podcast I don't remember when we're releasing it so I can't remember if it's next week or the week after um, but keep an eye out Matthew Stover is going to be on the show so uh, keep an eye out for that fingers crossed and um, thank you everyone so much for listening we'll see you next time here in the Wampa's Lair